0: Hey y'all, welcome to papalatcha my name is zach james and i'm joined by
1: i'm cassie
0: and uh we wanted to do a podcast talking about well just southerners and media <laughs> i guess Yeah, you know, we're gonna focus probably more on the appalachian region uh for the majority of our episodes but we might branch out to you know florida texas
1: florida is not part of the south I'm you don't sorry. think so No, i don't, you don't think, think so, so no
0: they tend to think so
1: yeah i think they think so but well, uh, I'm going to start a fight, episode one.
0: (laughs) We are less than 30 seconds in, and we're already starting controversy, but go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I think that (laughs) Florida is its own place. That's true, yeah. And it has its own culture, and it's not the same.
0: Fair, that's fair. But
1: You could do a whole episode on Florida. We could
0: do on Florida Man. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yes. But uh, we, we decided we wanted to do this podcast because there have been some really interesting and some... Some not-so-nice interpretations of people from the South Mm -hmm. in various, various media. And uh, Cassie and I are just, we we, we both like being from Appalachia. We both like, uh, we're both humongous nerds. Mm -hmm. And we just thought this would be a fun (laughs) podcast to do. Maybe give you all some insight about what it's like actually being in Appalachia in, in modern times. You know, we only eat roadkill once a week, uh, <laughs> or something like that. Well, realistically, I only for me, know
1: like one guy that can play the banjo. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> so, anyway, we thought we would do a topic today that's uh, approachable. It's a it's about an icon that many people know from from our home state here in Tennessee.
1: It's Our Lady.
0: It's Our Lady. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. And more specifically today, we thought we rather than t- tackle Dolly's like music career oh or all her philanthropy or how she is just a living icon of everything that is good and great and wholesome about Appalachia, we talk about Dolly's acting a little bit and using the biggest example being the movie Nine to five. Cassie. <laughs> yes I, I I am so glad I've seen this movie. I'm so glad you recommended this to me. And I'm also sad that I hadn't seen it sooner. Oh, I know. Because apparently there's a big old club, a.k.a. everyone else but Zach. <laughs> <laughs> People who have seen this movie, I, I am now part of it, thankfully. But yeah, I thought it was originally on Hulu, and mm-hmm. it's not now as, as of this recording. So I had to rent it for like $4 on Amazon. Worth every penny. Oh, yeah. Worth every oh, penny. Yeah. This is a sleeper hit. If you haven't seen it, I, I, I highly recommend this movie. It's, it's great.
1: And I will say, if you've ever had a boss ever, I think <laughs> that you will just love this fucking movie because that is the crux of it is it's this beautiful power fantasy of what you would do to your horrible boss if you could.
0: Absolutely. And it's never it's never too awful either. It's yeah, not it's yeah. not like too violent or too crass. Astru- yeah. Astru- Astru- it's actually like pretty accurate as to i think what most people (laughs) would probably do most people probably wouldn't go postal right but they would like embarrass their boss and we and we get to that a lot in this movie and this was dolly's from my understanding this was dolly's breakout career in film or Mm -hmm. breakout role rather in film and she does an amazing job i was blown away dolly pardon okay this, this is my thing She is such a loud and excellent character. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when she plays Dolly Parton in public, right? larger than life. Yeah, she's absolutely larger than life. And the ability that she had in this movie to subtly you know, like with just facial features and little body motions and things like that, like display so much. I was really impressed. And I was, I was chuckling at times when Dolly wouldn't even say anything. She just kind of give a look, you know? Yeah. And I was just, I was, I was blown away. I was like, dang, she can act too. Uh, Like there's, there's literally nothing Dolly Parton can't do at this point. I (laughs) know.
1: I know. She is a Renaissance woman. And given the world that we live in, I think that we don't have a whole lot of people from the South and Tennessee in particular that we can be proud of like just as actors or people that are on the big stage like that. And I think that Dolly Parton is our shining star and a lot of people I think discount her because of what she looks like
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: kind of her persona and they don't pay any attention. And what I think is really interesting about nine to five is that her character has the same problem and it's through that being underestimated that she's able to move through this world in the way that she does. And I think that that to me was part of this movie that was so beautifully done, mm-hmm. is because you don't expect Dolly Parton to act. You don't expect her to come in and play this type of character. And I mean, she just does it so beautifully.
0: She does. She absolutely does. So we'll probably won't go point for point for point in the whole plot of this movie. Otherwise, we'll be here for like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But uh, we can we can kind of hit highlights. Uh, We we apologize ahead of time if this is out of order. If we go like, oh, wait, but there was this one part. So (laughs) uh, this is this is not going to be a a point for point movie review so much as it's going to be just us talking about dolly mostly in this movie uh along with jane fonda and uh, lily tomlin who play the other two supporting actresses. well i they make like this holy trifecta i would call i think they support each other it's perfect it's a perfect trio yeah so dolly plays a character called doralee rhodes and then jane fonda plays a character named judy burnley and lily tomlin plays violet newstead and basically it takes place in new york Mm -hmm. violet has come into town she, she, I think she's recently divorced, right? Yes. And so she's looking for a job and this company has kind of given her like a pity position, essentially. It's almost yep. like, I don't know, to, to make a, like a diversity hire kind of deal. And so they were like, well, we got to give her a position. So she comes in and she's going to be under like Jane Fonda's characters weighing Judy, right?
1: I think you've got it you've got it flipped I do, Lily oh. tomlin is the one. Oh no you are correct cru- you are 100 correct yeah. my
0: bad my bad judy comes to town recently divorced goes under violet's wing yes there we yes, go there you go all righty see this is also why i'm not a professional movie reviewer i'm just a guy oh with a god, microphone
1: would be horrible. <laughs> couldn't do
0: it i look i that's the reason i wasn't a history major because i can't remember names and dates oh so. my
1: god <laughs> <laughs> same hat. Right, same, right. Same. Exactly same. Right. Yes.
0: But anyway, so they come in and, you know, they're going through, like, the, the whole rigmarole of office life and everything like that. And eventually they, you know, meet their boss, who is uh, Franklin Hart Jr., I think is the character's name, Mr. right? Mr. Hart. Yeah, or Mr. Fart, sometimes yes, they call him. F. Yeah. F. Hart. <laughs> F. Hart, yeah. Mr. Fart. And uh, eventually it's revealed that Dolly Parton's character is his secretary. Mm-hmm. And that's when we get to, like, the first big thing, because... Dolly Parton is essentially dressed up as Dolly Parton in this role. She's, yep. she's, you know, very dolled up and she's got very tight clothes and everything yep. like and that. And that's,
1: that, that's kind of Dolly's writer. Like she doesn't fuck around with, right. like <laughs> <peon> stuff. Dolly <laughs> is backwoods Barbie. Like she do not play. Absolutely. She's always going to be dolled up.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, she you see her at the desk and everything. And then right off the bat, they're like, you know, they're having an affair, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're kind of doing it. And they're, oh, no, you don't say, you know. And and the entire time, Dolly's character is ignorant of this. Yeah. Which I think is really nice because normally you are used to that stereotype in a oh, lot yeah. of these movies and stories, yeah. right? But Dolly's character doesn't doesn't like know this is going on. She doesn't yeah. know why people are ignoring her.
1: I, I watched it again so that we could talk about it. And yeah. And so this time I paid a little closer attention to like our pacing and that kind of thing. Yeah. So you start out with the song 9 to 5 and Dolly Barton did write that and yes. we'll put a pin in that because we got to talk about the song too. Yes, yes. But basically as soon as the song ends, which is three minutes or something. It's less than three. I got yeah. it on my
0: phone. It's like 2.30. Yeah. I yeah. mean,
1: as soon as it ends and you start having people speak, once they wind up in And when I say they, I mean Judy and Violet. Violet, yeah. Once they wind up in Hart's office, he is immediately horrible. Yes. He starts out with this crap about how he learned everything he knows about teamwork from being on a football team. And it's a shame you girls couldn't play that. Real character
0: building stuff. Yeah,
1: real character building stuff. And it's like the most condescending, just horrible. So he's, I mean, you immediately know where it's going with this guy. And... Dora Lee when she's introduced you you like you were saying you think you know oh yeah oh like God. she comes
0: in she comes in and you're like oh boy
1: she's got that cinched waist and I, I mean she's very hourglass yes. And so you think oh here we go yeah great but if you're paying attention I think it's immediately apparent that she is not in on it. In the way that he is, right? Because he immediately, she's immediately nice. She speaks to Violet and Judy as they walk past, and he sends Violet on that task to go by the scarf.
0: Oh, right, yeah. And he says, "Get this for my wife. Yes, it's her birthday."
1: And when that happens, and they say something to Dora Lee about it, she says, and I wrote it down because they they really did a bait and switch on you here. Yeah. She said, if I'm not filling one tank, it's another. Yes. And I just, oh, it's such good writing. Yeah. Because she says it in a joking way. And she thinks, you know, like she means like she's either, she's feeding. She was feeding talking him. about putting gas in the car yeah. or getting him a meal. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. And it was just a really good, not only story thing but it was also a good southernism too
0: oh it was yeah absolutely and there's a lot of good ones that dolly delivers oh, here yeah that i i sometimes i feel bad for folks that didn't grow up with that oh i
1: know um
0: you know <laughs> i i remember when i was in grad school uh bless their bless your heart oh god that was <laughs> bless my, your heart that was my biggest that was my biggest yep. and i use it both ironically and unironically but yep. People can usually tell what I'm using it on unironically. So if you're
1: not from the South, a refresher here. Bless <laughs> your heart. Bless, obviously. Yeah. And talking about somebody else. So this is the way you might use it, okay? So say I have a friend that showed up to a party or something, but they've got a bad cowlick on the back of their head. Yeah. So I might lean into somebody else I'd say, oh... Jerry's got a cowlick, bless his heart. (laughs) (laughs) So what it means is... I'm going to say something mean, but I'm going to say, oh, bless him. Like I feel sorry for him, but it's just a way for me to say something kind of, kind, it of, kind petty of makes you or feel a mean. bit better yeah, about yeah. being mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like a couching language kind of thing,
0: but it can be used. It can be used nicely. Like if someone's like, oh, you know, my, my dog got hit by a car yesterday. Yeah, you can yeah. say, Oh, bless your heart. I'm so sorry. Yeah, You can yeah. definitely,
1: and it, it's all about that context. Yes, on bless your exactly.
0: Heart. So usually non-Southerners don't pick up on that. So when I was in grad school in San Francisco, they did not. <laughs> (laughs) Oh, man, I I bet you got
1: to say all kinds of mean stuff to people. (laughs)
0: Yes, I did. It was great. Uh, When they would make fun of my my non-existent accent. Mm, uh, Oh, yeah. Or, well, it sometimes comes out, but it's not strong ever. Oh, I know. Yeah. But regardless, we're moving on here. So Dolly Dolly says that they go get this scarf and everything, and later it turns out that Fart, as I'm going to call him. I like it. uh, Yeah he bought the scarf not for his wife but for for dolly's character and he's like oh look i got you this and it's that (laughs) scarf you know and she goes oh well thank you you know and they're they're going on and she says or no he says by the way i'm so sorry about last week i acted really improperly and she goes well i guess next time you say we're going to go to a work conference i should just check and make sure there's an actual work conference we're going to before i go all the way to san francisco with you And I was like, oh, God. So, like, this has been going on for a while. And luckily, she has had the class to be like, no, I'm a married woman. I'm I'm good.
1: And I think, as a woman watching this movie, I think that a lot of women watching this will have been in a situation like
0: that. Oh, absolutely.
1: And hopefully never to that degree. But
0: (laughs) Where you get bamboozled across the country. Into a
1: damn, like... hotel room situation. Uh -uh. You know, like, that's bad. Uh -uh. And, I mean, hopefully in the year of our Lord 2019, (laughs) if that happened, you could sue. Right. But it really shows quickly the power dynamic there and how much power Mr. Hart knows that he has over her Mm -hmm. and how she has to play the game. Because people underestimate her, she has to play this oh, you know, it's my fault. I should have double-checked. Like, she takes that on so that she can still walk that fine line and kind of deny him without getting any repercussions from it. As far as setting up a villain, God, they did it so well and they did it it so fast. But I really like how we, the audience, are pretty immediately aware that, she is playing that game. Yeah. And that she's writing that line. And if you've experienced it, you realize, damn, Dora Lee's pretty clever.
0: Oh, yeah. You
1: know, and you did the same. When you watch it, you're like, oh, There she is, (laughs) you know, I see where this is going. And then pretty much immediately you start, you're like, turns it on its head
0: and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: And it's really, really beautifully done, I think.
0: Yeah. But eventually he just goes on and he's, he's like, look, I got you the scarf. And then he just, eventually he's like, I can't think about anything else other than you, you know, you're, you're, you're my sun and stars and all this stuff. Yep she's like i'm a married woman he goes and i'm a married man it makes it all the better and i'm thinking no no dude no that's not doesn't make it better i was like your definition of better is different than everyone (sighs) else's uh so she she finally she lets him have it and this is like not within even the first 30 minutes but she's just like I've played the game. I've I've ignored all your little pinches and your Mm looky-loos. And, you know, I need this job. So that's the only reason I've been putting up with your crap and everything. She goes, but if you make one more cross, you know, action towards me, if you get one more sideways look or say something like this, she goes, I got a gun in my purse, and I'll change you from a rooster to a hen in one shot.
1: I loved it. I wrote down rooster to a hen as well. I wrote that one down because I was like, we have to talk about that because that – that is one, a primo yes. Southernism. Yes. And two, to me, that is the proof that somebody in the writer's desk has talked to a real Southern human being at some <laughs> right. point. And that is the kind of thing. And I think that's a cultural touchstone that we have that I'm really proud of is really off the cuff, but like colorful language. I was just
0: saying, yeah, yeah, stuff like and, that off the, yeah. And
1: that, like, God, that was just, oh. <laughs> Without getting <laughs> gruesome, yeah, she painted a picture. She
0: did, she did, and that's and that's usually what like a lot of I mean, you know, things like I'll tan your hide or mm-hmm. yeah, I, I didn't get fussed at too much as a kid, but yeah, there was tan your hide was the big one for yep. me. For uh, <laughs>
1: that
0: one
1: before,
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. God, you know, just a lot of there's a lot of things that like through southern sayings that are, it's weird word imagery that we're all used to doing yeah. around here. Um, and it's
1: weird because it's almost Shakespearean. It like is. That style, yeah. Of, yeah. that style of language is very much.
0: Like, I remember the first time I heard knee-high to a grasshopper. Yeah. And, you know, that one didn't take a long time for me to figure out. But someone next to me who was not from here at all was like, what? They were like, are you talking about grasshopper knees? Like grasshoppers are short. I don't get it. You know, and all that stuff. They That's Exactly. Like, it was like it was like trying to like solve a Rubik's cube for them. Essentially, <laughs> is what it was. Because we were walking somewhere. It was like angles or something. And someone was like, "Oh, Zach James, I haven't seen you since your knee had a grasshopper." And like, and even though I hadn't heard it up to that point, right? I immediately was like, "Oh, okay." And, and yeah, then, yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, I haven't seen you in forever." And then we walked away, and they were like, "What the hell were they talking about with grasshoppers and things like that?" I don't get that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's because they're short
0: yeah. like a baby <laughs> yeah so they had not seen you since you were like shorter than a grasshopper <laughs> you know oh man but yeah there's wonderful wonderful sayings that doralee that dolly parton just does in this movie it's it's amazing but we'll we'll go on back to the the main plot here so doralee is, is 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 kind of done with with fart essentially violet meanwhile you know she's she's having trouble with like a xerox machine and god
1: love her and
0: you know it it goes and i I had never seen
1: i'm gonna say i think you're wrong i think it's judy
0: is it judy it's judy okay my, my bad again
1: it's okay yeah so i'm judy, not good i had to write it down right oh, did i wrote you, it down next see, to I'm everybody
0: lo- i'm looking i'm looking at the three actresses faces and then you know because they're not like their characters at all because it's how people are right, right. except for dolly parton <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway I that's
1: in her writer like yeah pretty much i'm dolly Parton. i must
0: i must be dolly parton you can change my character name but i must look like dolly parton at yep. all times yeah i'm sorry so excuse me so judy my bad jane fonda's character so judy has trouble to the xerox machine i've never seen one like that and i've seen a lot of like 80s tech oh, you know man, and that everything. thing is
1: so scary that thing
0: was scary looking man um, but she messes it up and it's it's firing paper out everywhere and then fart walks in and he's like you didn't figure it to just turn the machine off even a moron can figure that out and you're like dang it's her first day dude right like, and she was a out. housewife
1: how much job experience she, could she have right you
0: know? right So there's that. And then meanwhile, Violet uh, has had this subplot going on. You know, she's looking for this manager position. She's been there for 15 years. The guy she's competing with, she trained. So she has more experience than this guy. And there's even a part where she's like putting in a a, uh, garage door opener with her kids, you know. And the oldest one's like, mom, come on. Let me just like roll you up a joint and you can relax (laughs) or whatever. And she's like, honey, no. And then eventually she goes, okay, just stick it to my person. Don't tell me about it. You know, even the kids know that she's like been struggling for this manager position for a long time. Well, she comes in the next day. Boom! Doesn't get it. Yep. Uh, fart passed it on to yep. the less qualified uh, she junior hit that employee. Glass hard. Yeah. And so she's just like, I'm going to go get a drink. And then after that, you know, Judy's like, I'm going to go get a drink. And then right. Dora Lee's like, I'm going to go yeah, get a drink. Yeah, that's after
1: she threatened to shoot him. Yeah, so they it's, all go to get a drink. So
0: all these, all these points come together. They all meet in a bar together. And, you know, and, and what was really funny, what cracked me up is Dora Lee, Dolly Parton's character, just has a huge mug of beer. And the rest <laughs> of them have like these little like New York style. like that.
1: That's so yeah. good. So
0: Dora Lee's got the, this big mug of beer and the rest of them have like a little martini thing or like a like a little bit of whiskey. Or whatever, like that, but she's got this humongous just beer sitting there. And I was like, All right, Dolly, there you go. Uh, But they all eventually they're like, You know, let's go blow off some steam. And then one's like, I got a marijuana cigarette.
1: I loved the way that they talked about they, it. They're
0: so hushed about it too. They're just like they're like, oh, I smoked one marijuana one
1: time at a party, <laughs> and, and she's party. all dough eyed about yeah. it. Oh, it's so good.
0: So they eventually uh, they find out Dora Lee's husband's away, and you know, good on Doralee's husband's character as well. He's he's tried to he tries to be supportive. You know, Doralee goes home at one point prior to this, and she's like, I don't get it. They 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 don't talk to me, and they all think I'm I'm you know I don't know like that like I got the plague or something. Yeah, and he's just tries to be supportive and she's like where's my smile at she goes i don't have one i gotta
1: say like any other time i have ever heard give me a A smile smile. it has pissed me off right but the way that because he's literally like you are beautiful and that's why like they're jealous of you and i want you to be happy like he's not like i demand this right it's just
0: well see I do it with my wife but I, I tease her when she's in a bad mood or right, something like right. that I'll, I'll be like don't smile and she'll just she'll, I'll see it around the corner I'm like oh there's a grin for in that corner right there I can tell it's gonna come here in three two, and she'll like start laughing and she'll slap me and she'll right. be like I hate, but you see know.
1: that's the, the difference is because right. usually if somebody says smile for me sweetheart they're not it's your gross. friend it's, it's some weird. rando yeah. freakazoid that you don't ever want to interact with Right,
0: right, right. so
1: right. I, I thought that that was kind of interesting yeah he, it is he threw that out also, did you catch where he was?
0: Mm-hmm. He was singing. Oh, okay. He yeah. had a
1: singing to go to. Oh,
0: okay. And okay, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, that was the gig he was on. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And gotcha. And I think that Dolly's character, I think, is from Texas. Yes. Which is interesting because yeah. I kind of wanted to sidebar for a second sure. and talk about sure, sure, sure. Texas mm-hmm. versus the South because I know a little bit about this. Okay, go for it. So I wouldn't consider Texas part of the South. Okay. I know that some people do. Mm-hmm. Texas is part of the West. Mm-hmm. The reason there's so much overlap, though, and this is really interesting, mm-hmm. is because of singing cowboy movies. I'm for not real. even kidding. Okay. I learned about this in college. All right, you
0: got me. What's, yes. what's up? All right. So,
1: okay. So you know how... You see a lot of cowboy hats. Yeah. You see a lot of cowboy boots. Yeah. And we don't have cowboys in Tennessee. Like, it's not really a thing. No, like, we, we, we I mean we have rodeos and stuff, but that came later. Like Tennessee. We were the is guys without the shoes. For cowboys. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Like that's not us.
0: Right, right, right. And
1: what happened was, way back when singing cowboy movies were popular, mm-hmm. People thought it was really cool, mm-hmm. so they went out and they bought cowboy hats and cowboy boots. And then, oh well, you know, my grand, my granddaddy wears a cowboy hat <laughs> and boots, and it's it's cool for us. And it was like an adopted culture thing. Oh, okay. yeah. Isn't yeah. that? I thought it was interesting because I kind of wondered about that. Like, yeah. how did we? Yeah. I don't understand what the connection is. My
0: my folks tried to do that to me actually growing up, and we were here in Tennessee. My dad is from the Midwest. Really? And yeah. And he first time I saw him after. After a very long time, I was 18 years old and he got out of his rental car. And he stepped out. I saw this humongous snakeskin boot come out of the car. And I was like, oh, shit, my dad's a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) And so he came out and he had the huge belt buckle and the denim and denim and denim. Wow. With the the snakeskin boots. But they tried to do that to me, too. My mom used to have my cowboy boots from that age. I was like two or three. I had white cowboy boots she put on the mantle and everything. So that's crazy because that was actually they tried to put all the cowboy crap on me as a kid and try to get me into it. Now, my wife. She loves, loves cowboy boots. And she has a pair that she adores. And that's really funny. That, well,
1: they're cute. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they are. They are. Especially on my wife. But, you know, it's 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 interesting to know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was like a, a cross-adapted, hand-me-down-for-my-grandpa-liking-singing-cowboy-movies Yeah, because it's that's like crazy. a
1: art uh, like area. It's more like overalls, more like those floppy-style hats. Right. If you've ever seen that, black and white film adaptation of grapes of wrath the way those mm-hmm. people dress is kind of more mm. more what we're talking gotcha okay yeah, yeah so yeah, it's kind of interesting that it was but you got to think about it it's flashy mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: flashy but functional at the same time which you can see how country boy would pick that up yeah,
0: yeah 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 yeah. so that's that's funny yeah i was thinking we're not really known for boots we're known for being the barefooted guys up in the hills oh i know, you know with, with the with yeah. the coon skins on our head yep. and that kind of thing barefoot <laughs> barefoot shines, yeah and... so they they eventually go back to dolly parton's character's house you know her husband's on a gig they they end up smoking weed together and eating a whole lot and then they have these three power fantasies back to back to back to back. This was a really fun... I read a lot of reviews about this movie saying this is where the movie dipped for them. Ah, but I thought I this was... I loved that part. I loved it too, yeah. So each character has like a fantasy of what they would do to their boss, like given the chance, right? and so Judy Jane Fonda's character like she basically becomes a female version of the gunman oh it's and so good yeah and it's all it starts kind of Frankenstein-ish because there's like all the co-workers yeah, all the side black characters and white and- black and white they got torches and pitchforks and they're like there he is and they, they run after him you know <laughs> and then she shows up with I think it's like a lever action rifle I forget it sure what she it sure looks has. like
1: an elephant
0: gun is that oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't
1: know if it actually is but It it's was. very much that like safari no
0: it was a big one yeah it was a big shotgun I remember that now because I remember she did two shots and I was thinking that should be it and then she kept going and I was like well it's a dream I'm, I'm overthinking this you know Yeah. Uh, but she, she runs him down and she's like shooting in between uh, like all these machines trying to corner him and everything she does a little gun flip and all that stuff it was a really fun time the one I wrote about the one that struck me the most here so they go from that power fantasy to Dolly Parton characters mm-hmm. power fantasy and I wrote Dolly eating ribs and then immediately going into her fantasy of being a cowgirl riding yes. in on a horse. <laughs> I said she's having way too much fun with this scene. Oh yeah. So she's eating ribs and they're all like, oh this is so good, you know, because they got the munchies. <laughs> and, and, and Dolly's like, what would I do? And all of a sudden like a lasso appears. The background to the office is now like this dusty plains area. It's so good. She rides in on a horse like ah, and comes on in you know and and she's decked with rhinestones and 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 tassels on her clothes and boots and everything and she hits a little button she's just like hey uh why don't you come on in here i want to check your bod and take a note and all that stuff and he's like oh okay you know it's complete switch of what he did earlier because yes. earlier he's like trying to look at her cleavage yep. and you know all that stuff so he comes in and uh we go through a complete 180 she's like she's like Y'all better quit, you know, ignoring me and ignoring my advances and all that stuff if you want to keep this job and, and, and just and she just where he was so subtle in the movie, try, yeah. or at least really trying to be subtle, I should say. She, you know, her power fans, she's just straight out like, you know. It's
1: aggressive. Yeah, it's let me really, grab
0: you. Let me look yeah, at yeah. you and all that stuff. And you can tell Dolly's having way too much fun yeah. filming this because there's parts, I swear, I think she almost lost it. Like oh, I, yeah. Like no, looking I mean, at her.
1: Because it's so, I mean, it would be so hard. <laughs> yeah, right,
0: right. So at one point, he's all like, I, I'm a married man. I have to get out of here. And he runs. And she's like, "Don't you go anywhere!" And so she lassos him and then starts hog tying him.
1: Three seconds too big yeah. time, it. Oh yeah, that's I, right. Yeah, I thought that was a nice detail, like a rodeo.
0: Right, and especially during the hog tying scene, you can see like there's parts where like she's trying to be a little serious, but then she starts like smiling a little bit. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, Dolly's having way too much fun with this role. She's she's having way too much fun hog tying a guy with a phone cable. Oh here. yeah,
1: well, and what I liked about it, the hog tying especially is that she literally physically incapacitates him, first of all. But she does it with the things that he has used to control her. Mm. She hog ties him with the phone cord, which is part of how he holds her in place, sending her on his every whim. But what really got me about it is that when he starts to cry out, she gags him. With the scarf that oh, he gave her. Oh,
0: yes, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's absolutely like, right. Yeah, and that like that shows that even though this is, I don't know what you could consider. I mean, it's not like a, it's not like a huge Hollywood cornerstone of film, but it shows that like there's a lot of good thought that went into shooting oh, yeah. these scenes, a lot of good writing that went into these scenes. I think it's a great film, to be honest. And yeah. I found out apparently it's in the top twenty comedies of the U.S. I, I think I get earned it earned it. Yeah, sure, I think so too. But we get to the last power fantasy, and that is Violet, Lily Tomlin's character. And we go like pure hokey snow white disney, disney princess friends, yeah. animal
1: friends roaming about yeah
0: and they're badly animated i think on purpose kind yes, of yes. i think kind of on purpose because like what's funny is at one point they're like oh, oh, you know they're gasping but they're smiling right, yeah. right yeah. And, yeah and i'm like i'm like that's not that's not the face you make when you're gasping in terror there but <laughs> Anyway, so she goes through this fantasy of putting poison in his coffee, and doesn't she like toss him out the window or something like that at one point?
1: She, like, he, so they have a recurring thing where his chair is messed up. Yes, yes. And so in her fantasy, it like she leads him to the, she turns him around so he's looking at the window, and he says, oh, "I think you've done something to my coffee," and she says, "I think you're right." <laughs> he says, "I think it's poison." She says, "Right again," and it lifts up like a barber's chair and it kind of tilts back. Mm -hmm. And then she's got a lever once she opens the window and he kind of realizes what's going on. Then she pulls the lever and it sends him out cartoon style on the pavement below. And one thing that I also liked is that in all three of their power fantasies, he himself says what he did wrong.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Each
1: one of them makes him own it. And each one of them, he says the same thing. Is it because I am a power hungry, egotistical, like sexist bigot?
0: Yeah. And you know what's funny? Is the collector's version of the DVD for this movie is called the the powerful misogynistic egotistical whatever version. <laughs> that is so good. I, I looked up on Amazon. I was oh like, I was like, I was like, they probably don't have it on Blu-ray, but they might have it on Am- like DVD, right? Yeah. And uh, the collector's version is called the misogynistic oh power-hungry whatever blah 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 version. <laughs> really really cool
1: that's very good so
0: yeah they go through these power fantasies and then i guess they start kind of sobering up a little bit and then they they just go to work the next day right yeah they go i'll by. be honest uh normally when i'm taking notes for a movie like this you know i pause and everything like that i did not pause i just kept watching this movie i just i kept going so my notes ended there because i was invested that's funny
1: because mine pretty much ended there too <laughs> yeah did they yeah. yeah
0: yeah so you know they go back to work i guess it's because Violet is a little sleepy or something like that, but she accidentally... Oh, she went grocery shopping probably. Yeah, she what it had was. to go
1: grocery shopping. Right,
0: and she mentions, like, I had to get fish food, rat poison, da-da-da-da-da, right? And you don't think anything about it. Right. And then he... But bursts open the door and you know Dolly Parton's character's gone on another errand, of course, and he's all like, "Violet, coffee. What's the sugar, the sweetener that they use?
1: Skinny, skinny, skinny and sweet,
0: skinny and sweet." Which I don't know what the <laughs> hell of that means. I guess it's like, well,
1: it's like sweet and low. I
0: guess so, yeah. but I guess so. You can stay skinny while eating sweet food. Yeah, that's
1: that's the idea. It's that's totally that not our Culture bullshit. Yeah, but oh okay.
0: Yeah, we don't we don't <laughs> have time to get into that. <laughs> yeah, but um, but he's like, yeah, coffee, skinny and sweet. And so she goes and gets it, and it's a yellow box. You know, they're out, and she. So goes okay well I bought some at the grocery store today so she goes to her locker pulls out a yellow box pours in the coffee and goes on and lays the box down and that's when the camera like zooms in and it's rat poison because it's the same yellow box yeah you're like oh shit (laughs) and so she goes serves the coffee everything walks out and then like you said he, he has the broken chair gag where like every other scene with him you know he's leaning back in that chair and he's like ah shit you know and his chair's leaning back so he's grabbing that coffee and he's leaning back like this and then all of a sudden his chair breaks
1: oh my god I'm gonna interrupt for just yes, go a for second it, go for it, for it. it just occurred to me yeah that it's essentially like the Iron Throne
0: <laughs> what do you mean he can't
1: sit in the chair the chair oh. has rejected him <laughs> 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 I gotcha I gotcha <laughs>
0: i was like y'all you were watching a different some, version some than deep i was symbolism yeah. okay i got you i got you <laughs> i didn't get mad with like i didn't catch up with game of thrones so i'm not mad, I'm oh, mad at, like, yeah, no else. i didn't, no need I didn't to. do that to okay myself. good yeah. good um but anyway so he leans back and he accidentally hits his head on the floor and doesn't drink the coffee but the coffee spilled out so you know no one of course obviously checks to see if it's on the carpet or anything right right he goes to the hospital. And that's when all the pieces start falling into place. Violet's like, blah, I put rat poison in his coffee. Oh Oh crap. And then she looks and the mug is empty (laughs) and she's like, ah, shit, I killed him, you know? And so they're all three of them run to the hospital. There's this big to do. Like he, he leaves. He's like, I don't need an x-ray or whatever. He leaves. They, they go through this crazy, crazy like escapade of picking picking up someone else's dead body throwing (laughs) it in the trunk and at one point they wreck you know because they're thinking about throwing the the body in the ocean tied to some cinder blocks or whatever (laughs) and dolly parton's character you know they're coming you know they're trying to fix the dent in the car so they can keep going right Uh, after they've wrecked it and she's like just open up the trunk and so she goes in there opens up the trunk and then she goes who the hell is that? And then she's like, <laughs> "Violet, get over here." <laughs> and, then, and then they look back and they're like, "Who the hell is that?" Because it's like a completely different person. Yeah, it's
1: like some other random yeah, dude.
0: he's who's in a, a, a criminal case or something yeah. like that. And, and then you know, so they're like, "Okay, we'll just run back to the hospital. We'll just drop the body off. It's fine." And so like they go through all this crap, <laughs> and a cop pulls them over and it was like, "Do you know that your turn signal's still on?" And like, "It must be a short in the trunk. Let's go check that out." And then they're like. Uh, Dolly Parton's character is like you can't she's she's a doctor and then she goes what and Violet looks down she's got a doctor's coat on that she somehow got through all of that and she's like yeah I'm a doctor and then they're like what's wrong and she goes uh and then they're they're like I'm sick but the other two are like I'm sick and they go no wait she's sick <laughs> and eventually, they're just like, "Look, uh they accidentally ate rat poison." And then Dolly's like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling so good. Can we get out of like, here?" This
1: woman is dying, we yeah. don't have time for this. We don't have time He's for like, will well, give you a police escort. Yeah,
0: and they're like, "No time for that." And they just run, and they just dump the body in a wheelchair in the bathroom and leave it. <laughs>
1: The worst part about that bit is that it's kind of implied that this isn't the first time that's happened.
0: Right? Because the janitor comes in and she's like, I don't remember what her name is, she's, she's like, she's like Charlie, we got another stiffy in the bathroom! And she's just shaking her this head. This is crazy. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, eventually, it's revealed through this, like, the gossip at the, the office, you know. They talk about it in the bathroom. They're like, oh, God, you know, all this crap happened. We can't let anyone know about it. But the office gossip has stuck her feet up to where they can't see her feet in the stall, and she's writing out their entire like recollection of all that, all the events on toilet paper of all fucking things, <sighs> and then she like reads it back to the boss, and the boss is like, "This is good. I could use this. Yeah, yeah. I'll get rid of all these, you know, crazy bitches." Like he calls them bitches constantly. He does,
1: and he yeah, because he went there, and you're yeah, like,
0: yeah, oh. yeah. I was like, <sighs> I was like, y- y'all don't get to go calling Dolly Parton a bitch no, you, like that you're without the Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it goes on. It's like, I think it's a Friday, isn't it? Yep, it's yeah, Friday. So it's Friday. Everyone's going home. He calls Deli Parton's character in the office and he's like, I was thinking you can come over to my house. It's like later tonight or Saturday or something like that. And she goes, we talked about this and I'm not doing this. And he goes, well, you know, and then I know, I know everything. And she's like, oh, crap. <laughs> and so dominoes start falling like violet realizes that what's going on dolly parton characters realize what's going on and then uh, judy who's the innocent one right who's the one the the, the newest one to the yeah. bunch so she,
1: dolly hog ties him yeah dolly hog i like because that's fantasy number one right right completed right okay and so she hog ties him judy comes in She leaves the office because she's like, shit, I gotta, like, help, gotta do something. Yeah, right, right, right. Right? And so then Judy walks up to her because they were all going to go out after. Right. And she's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta watch him. I gotta go get my gun and Mm -hmm. all this shit. So she fights him too. Yeah. Which was real good. And then they get Violet involved and... What they decide is he won't see reason. Yeah,
0: and and what was worse was Judy like had pulled out um, Lee's gun and yes. had shot it. because he was like I'm gonna leave I'm gonna call the cops.
1: Fantasy number two. Fantasy number she two. Shot at him.
0: Yeah, and uh, it just it keeps it keeps getting worse. Yep. It just keeps getting worse, and eventually
1: actually I'm sorry. Fantasy number three. Poison poison the coffee. First, right. Hog tie hog tie and gun. shooting it. Yeah. Yep. So it all
0: they all come to fruition. They
1: all did it for real. Yeah.
0: So eventually it's they're they're just like, We can't let him tell the cops what's happening. We <laughs> right. can't let him know what's going we on. We got a reason
1: with him. We gotta reason with him. So they tie him up
0: and throw him in the back <laughs> of their <laughs> car. In the
1: fucking truck.
0: And then they take him back to his house. <laughs> and so they come up with this like crazy what are those crazy machines that you, you like the doodles that oh, they do would make? Do you know make? what it was? What, no what it's
1: a callback. Is it's it? the it's a garage door opener,
0: right? Yeah, the garage door opener. But I was gonna say the rig to like restrain him looks like one it's of those. It's
1: like those ca- card things, <laughs> like, you <get> on your... <laughs> like if you have an ID card on right. a lanyard, yeah, it's got the thing in it, like zips it back yeah so they zip them up to, to the garage um <laughs> but it
0: looks like one of those crazy you used to make they used to have the the one gentleman who was famous he made those comics it was a, a incredibly complex machine to do a simple task oh a rube goldberg rube Gold machine yeah yes. so that's what it looks like they've 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 gotten all these supplies and everything and he's got these chains and you're like what is that for or whatever and as soon as he like threatens one of them they push the button on the garage door opener which we have established that they can install and make and do all that and he pulls up to the ceiling and all the chains like spread them out you you know, it's starfish so style. And he's so like, I can't
1: move. Good. Oh. So good.
0: Oh, my God. So, oh, so
1: satisfying. So while
0: he's stuck there, they've decided, you know, they got to get blackmail on him. And it turns out he's been embezzling money and everything. But there's like a wait period to get all the files and all this stuff. So they, they go through a lot of cockamamie situations. In the meantime, they they send the gossip away to France to learn French <laughs> and all that stuff. They say, oh, it's for the company, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they. they and uh, she
1: thinks she's being rewarded.
0: Right, yeah. You know, yeah. to get
1: to go on this trip. Yeah,
0: oh, if it's for the business, then oh, yes, you yeah. know. And meanwhile, they're doing a lot of good for the company. They're doing flexible hours and a daycare thing, uh, equal pay. Yeah. They changed the decor to where it looks. Let
1: good. people actually decorate their space. Right. Oh,
0: yeah. That was another big one. You know, like people couldn't have stuff on their desk. Not
1: even a coffee mug. Yeah.
0: Not even a coffee mug. I would die. Like Oh,
1: my God. I would
0: die. <laughs> it would be
1: so bad. Because
0: my desk at the university has got, you know, books and a coffee mug. We probably would
1: speak about all the things on my desk. Yeah, right. <laughs> action figures right
0: <laughs> but they they actually end up making the business a lot better they completely turned it around and all the while they've convinced everyone that he's not there and no one misses him because he's such a shitty boss horrible. yeah it's very
1: much of like the fucking oh what is the the christmas movie where the guy's like I, i've never been born oh oh my god the one where, oh, oh it's a it's wonderful, wonderful life. life. Yes. yes. It's a wonderful it's life. A wonderful it's life. a little bit, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, it is <laughs> a little bit wonderful life. yeah they just kind of life. convince yeah. people, oh, he's out of the office, but nobody even notices because nobody really wants to talk to no, him. No, no. Because he's an asshole. And so even
0: the uppers are like not noticing that he's not there. They're yeah. like, no one checks in on him at all. <laughs> and uh, it's It's insane. But eventually it's uh, it's revealed he finds a nail file in the bathroom where he's been chained up this whole time. And he's slowly making his way out, you know. And uh, we're, we're again, I don't want to go into too much detail. But eventually he you know, makes his way out. He grabs Judy and he grabs, does he grab Doralee's or does he grab Violet? Because he get, manages to get two of them into his room with the gun, with Doralee's gun. I think it's Doralee
1: like it's Doralee.
0: yeah so so eventually fart breaks out of his chains he grabs judy puts her in the car grabs Doralee, puts her in the car and then they they both make it to the office he's like i'm gonna call the cops right here you, you and he again he's like you bitches are going to jail yep. all, violet comes into the office and then she realizes he's got the gun she goes ah shit you know right, <laughs> and all this right. stuff happens and at that point in time the CEO that they mentioned at the very beginning of the movie that everyone's like, I've never seen him. I've been here 15 years, 20 years, never seen him. He magically shows up and he's all like, well, you know, when a department does a 20% increase in sales or whatever, over a period of like six weeks, six weeks. Yeah. yeah, Uh, you know, I, I got to come shake that guy's hand. And so he like hides the gun and he's like, why don't you tell me all these programs you've instilled? And then he looks over at Violet and he's like, um, uh, Violet, do not you? Ex- She's like my right hand over here and everything. She's like, Violet, won't you explain it for me? And so she does what she does best, and Violet explains everything. And and of course, Dolly's just putting on a face for you know everything's fine, everything's fine, yep, you this know, it's fine, it's fine. Fun. So it's great. <laughs> we we basically go through this big runaround. Eventually, Fart is relocated to Brazil
1: oh, for two yes. to three
0: years, and yes. it's wonderful. He's like he's like Brazil, and he's like it's two or three years. It's no big deal. And so Violet realizes then like they can stay in power and they can keep everything going. They're popping champagne over his desk and all that stuff. And then the uh the Roz. coworker they sent Roz, the yes. co worker they sent away to France comes in, she's got a little beret on, a little French flag in her hand. and she's <laughs> like, bonjour. and then like she sees him popping champagne at
1: work. Yeah, at work, <laughs> and she's like,
0: Ah shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it stops there. There's a little epilogue moment. And uh, Dolly Parton's character, Dora Lee, quits and becomes a singer in yep. Texas, which I thought was very on point, yes. very on brand there. Yes. Judy ends up falling in love with the Xerox guy. It's a and pretty good bit. Yeah. Violet becomes vice president, you yep. know, all that good stuff. That's basically the movie in a nutshell. I found out- You
1: left out what happened to Hart. Oh, right. <laughs> How could I?
0: <laughs> so Hart, after being transferred to Brazil, he gets captured by an Amazonian tribe. The Amazons Yeah, get him. the Amazons did him in and uh, they never hear from him again. (laughs) So yeah. So he's gone for good. But that's it in a nutshell. I found out that they actually tried to make, let's see, they did a musical based on this movie. Oh my god. Um, They did, I think, a short TV series as well. Yeah. There was a lot that like branched out of this movie out of the success of it. It had a pretty decent sized budget for the time and it did really well at the box office. But again, this isn't a movie I, I really hear about because again, you don't really hear much about Dolly Parton's acting. It's either Like we said at the beginning, someone's making fun of the way she looks Mm -hmm. or they talk about her singing and that's about it. And if you're around here, maybe you might hear about like her, her philanthropy, what she does for the locals and things like that. But other than that, that's, you don't hear much about her acting. And so... I was just, I was between nine to five, the song, Mm -hmm. and and her acting, and then all the other actresses in this movie and everything, I was was sold. Oh, yeah. This has become a favorite movie of mine very quickly.
1: I I know. And I hadn't seen it until a couple months ago, and I was blown away that I hadn't seen it because, I mean, it's, it's a classic. It is. And, um... One thing that I think is interesting about Dolly Parton is that her reach is a lot bigger than I think those of us in Mm Tennessee would even recognize. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not a big country music fan, so I don't really keep up with it. Yeah, me neither. I have a dog, and my dog's (laughs) name is Jolene, Mm -hmm. which is after the song. And what I think is really interesting is that when people meet my dog, they sing the song to her. Right. And the other day, I um i've been playing a game online with this guy from scotland i was talking to the dog he's like "What?" You? so i told him yeah. oh it's jolene and yeah. he started singing it oh wow and that just blew me away that he knew that that's too funny all the way across oh, in scotland wow you know i was like holy crap what <laughs> so i think that we kind of un- underestimate her we do a lot
0: we do she she does so much. Both as an entertainer and just as a as a good person. Oh, she yeah. Does, I mean when we had the the fires in uh, over in Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge and everything, you know, she donated so much money to all those that were affected. She's got the book donation program. Oh,
1: what's it called?
0: Oh, yeah, I forget the name of the program it's itself.
1: Something
0: about Oh, shoot.
1: Cause it does it have to do with her coat of many colors? Is that part no, of it or No.
0: I don't think it's part of the name no, of no, it.
1: No, no, it's what's it i'm gonna have to look yeah that's gonna drive me crazy but a it's a really
0: but it's a really nice program though because your child up to like age six gets a was it
1: imagination library
0: imagination library that's yep. what it was yeah uh she you know she's got that and you, your child when the, up to when they're six years old gets a book every month mm-hmm. uh from her random book and that's really really well, neat. well
1: and it's not just our area i think it's north america
0: oh really yeah
1: like it's at least i know it's the united states and canada yeah yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Which is pretty cool. I did not know that. I
1: know, because I thought it was just Tennessee. Yeah. And I thought it was just Tennessee, too. my sister too. Wow. moved into a new apartment, and mm. whoever had lived there before had Imagination Library sending books to their kid. Oh, So okay. um, when that happened, I looked it up because I was just curious. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that's really neat, though. I
1: want to circle back really yeah, quick. Yeah, sure. Go for it, go for And it. talk about 9 to 5.
0: Yeah, let's do this, it. Let's the do song. It. Yeah.
1: Um. So I really like the way that it starts because she has it. I'm, I don't know if Dolly Parton ever worked like a regular job, but
0: I would assume so. I
1: would think we, so. Uh, we
0: all have at this I mean, point in our time.
1: Right. I, like I feel like at some point she worked a regular job cause this is pitch perfect. Cause she starts out, you know, tumble out of bed and I go to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition. Yeah. And, yawn and stretch and try to come to life and just this idea of like i know that i want more right and i really like
0: she worked as a sharecropper first
1: holy shit yep that is such a hard job oh my god and then
0: she worked temporary side jobs also to make ends meet Yep. along with with her dad yeah
1: yeah well, sharecropping's hard.
0: Yeah, so right.
1: you don't get, and that really, let's pull, pull it back. Look at that chorus, because she says, you know, they just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy if you let it. Nine to five for service and devotion, you would think that I would deserve a fat promotion. Yes. Man, it's, I'm having a hard time reading this and not singing it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know
0: exactly what you mean. And you know what was funny was I didn't realize. It, it, and 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 this is dumb of me, but it, it when I explain it though, I didn't realize this was the Dolly Parton song that was in Deadpool two. Yeah. Because when I was watching Deadpool two, I was focused on the action. It was kind of also kind of hard to hear the music, at least in the theater I was in. Over right. all the, the swords and the grunting and the shooting and everything like that. Um, but when he was like, "Take it away, Dolly," and then like you know, Dolly <laughs> Parton started singing. I did laugh, you know, because it was Dolly Parton. Right. But then I was like this is that song that yeah. was in Deadpool 2. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. You know, so that just made it even cooler.
1: Well, and then that's the tie in. Cause they yeah. want you to think about this movie and the right. tone of it. Right. Right.
0: Right. I right, love right. a good callback. Oh, I love it too. I love it too. It's a fantastic song though. And it, it, it shook me to my core. I'll say that the first time I listened to it, like from beginning to end. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I was, yeah. Like, I was like, Dolly knows. Do- Dolly, <laughs> Dolly knows. Dolly knows. There's kind
1: of a post that goes around Tumblr that's like, Comrade Dolly, because this is very much like, fuck the guys at the top. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. because it's not fair that you work really hard and then they get all the credit, they mm-hmm. get all the good. But I really like. I just like the way she she starts it, though it's hopeful. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it is very much like, damn it! But at the same time, she's like, you're not gonna let them take your dreams away. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna pour that cup of ambition every day and come in and give it my all anyway. Yep. And if anybody has a right to tell you to keep pushing, it's Dolly Parton.
0: Absolutely. Like I don't
1: know how much you know about Dolly's backstory dolly's family was crazy poor yes and uh, that song she sings the coat of many colors is because her mom had like a box of scrap fabric somebody gave her and she stitched all these teeny tiny little pieces of fabric together to make a coat so dolly wouldn't be cold in the winter yeah like this these people had nothing and for her to decide God damn it. I got dreams. (laughs) Yeah. I am too bad a bitch for this town. We got to (laughs) get moving. I mean, if anybody can tell you, you can do it. Dolly Parton can.
0: Absolutely. And I just
1: think, like, she's a pretty cool role model. She is. And she does what she wants. And I really appreciate that. And even even (laughs) acting in a movie. Like, is it totally appropriate for her to have that, like, super tailored outfit? (laughs) Mm-hmm. Baby, i don't know but she's but. dolly dolly don't care dolly is gonna do dolly
0: i mean she she always talks about like she can't judge anyone else based on the way she looks yeah. you know and everything like that she's she's just a wonderful very open-minded helpful person yeah who like you said came from hardship came from a whole lot of nothing you know and i think that's the way we should all kind of be instead of turning that into bitterness or whatever we, yeah. could, we could all be dolly
1: yeah <laughs> and i mean i think that's really because I, I hate it when rich people are like, oh, you can do it. You can just gotta try really hard. it you buy your bootstraps. Yeah, like, fuck you. You don't <laughs> know anything about anything. Dolly knows. Like yeah. she lived it. And I think she's also aware that what she did isn't possible for everybody.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: And I think she does try really hard to pull people up. And I really appreciate that about her. And as far as like, if you're going to start a podcast about southern culture and southerners in in media
0: mm-hmm. i think dolly parton's a good dolly way to start parton's it off a good way to start yeah absolutely well folks we hope you enjoyed that we we really do appreciate you listening um, if you'd like to share the show or talk about it or rate it on your podcast listening app of your choice we'd really appreciate that as well help us reach new audience members and that kind of thing you can also reach us at papalatchapodcasts at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or questions or comments or anything like that I'm sure we'll have a Twitter. If
1: you've got anything in particular you heard about the South yes. that you'd like somebody to clarify for you, you sure. heard some crazy rumors and you want to hear from an actual Southerner. Is this a real thing? Yeah. Send us an email. Yeah,
0: do it. Do it. We can tell you some crazy stuff and some not so crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll debunk or prove whatever you want to <laughs> <laughs> you know, talk about there. Uh, but yeah, I think that'll do it. Cassie, if you want to plug in your your socials, your oh, social Lord. medias um, I'll or try. whatever, do, do whatever.
1: Okay so I have another podcast with the free time wit media thing
0: network network yep
1: <laughs> lost the word it is threshold questions it is an advised podcast it's like a dear abby if dear abby was a witch <laughs> so that you can find on podbean or soundcloud it's cassandra strangeways on podbean it's threshold questions on tumblr it's threshold questions on twitter i am threshold quest one because you can't fit questions. <laughs> and I also have an email for that, which is, I th- am hoping threshold questions <laughs> at Gmail, but send me a question if you want.
0: Absolutely. And if you want to get a hold of me, I host a ton of other shows, I do platcast, I do panel pictures. I do movie podcast, working title, I do this one as well. And then we also have the free time wit podcast where all of us get together and we talk about all the fun, nerdy stuff that we like to talk about. So you can find any of those Twitters, you know, any of those shows on Twitter rather, and hit us up on there. And I think that'll do it. I think that's, let me me check the box. Yeah, that's all the plugs we got for today. (laughs) So until next time, guys, we'll see y'all later and y'all come back.
1: Y'all come back now here. bye. (laughs) Bye.